I'm your host, Annie Bowles, and this is News Du Jour. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the News Du Jour, a calmer space to consume the news. So up first today, we have three mini stories, and then we have a ton of other stories to go over. Honestly, this might be a long episode, might be a little bit over time, but we'll see. Let's go ahead and jump into things. So first up in mini stories, late night shows are down, you guys, due to the Hollywood writer strike. Writers have been picketing, shouting, quote, no contract, no content, end quote. How long will these shows stay down? Well, that is anybody's guess right now. They'll have to negotiate a contract that makes sense to the unions in order to get back up and running. But we will be sure to keep you guys posted as things progress. For a second mini story, President Biden has chosen to send 1,500 troops to the southern border of the United States. This is not going to make people very happy, but it's drastically less than the 5,000 troops President Trump had camped out there during his presidency. At the end of the day, nothing with the border is a straight line. It's messy. It's a messy situation where both compassion but also safety concerns have to be carefully balanced. And lastly, in many stories for today, the Texas manhunt has now ended with the capture of the mass shooter. He was found in the home of a relative just a few miles away, hiding in a closet under a pile of laundry. His wife has also been implicated in trying to hide him from the police. It seems they had kind of like a common law marriage. They believe that she helped him secure a hiding spot in the home where he was found and that she may have lied to the police about what she knew. We'll definitely keep you guys posted. Protecting the energy supplies that keep our homes warm, innovating for a more sustainable and resource efficient world and why more women are needed for the future of engineering. I'm Fran Scott, maker and pyrotechnician, and these are just some of the things I'll be exploring that are making a world of difference in our new series of the Process Automation Podcast from ABB. Tap the button to listen and follow the Process Automation Podcast now. Turo is the world's largest car sharing marketplace. With Turo, you can book any car you want, wherever you want it, from a community of local hosts. Browse a huge selection of vehicles for just about any occasion or budget. Book an SUV or minivan for a family road trip, a pickup truck for some errands, or even test drive an EV. Every trip is backed by liability insurance. Terms, conditions, and exclusions apply. Find your drive. Forget boring rental cars at Turo.com. And next up for today, I do have to issue a content warning here. This story involves a mass shooting. Again. 
Speaking of mass shootings, we need to discuss the Atlanta shooting because it's almost like the U.S. has exchanged the Texas manhunt for an Atlanta one. Yesterday in Atlanta, five people were shot in West Peachtree between 12th and 13th streets in Midtown. At least one person was killed and four more were injured and taken to the hospital. This was considered to be an active shooter situation, meaning that this person was still out and about, armed, and potentially dangerous. We don't know much else about this situation as of right now, as it is actively unfolding, but we will definitely keep you guys posted in the coming days. And next up for today, the E. Jean Carroll trial continues. So a couple of important witnesses have been called in the E. Jean Carroll trial, and I wanted to go over them today. First up, a friend of E. Jean Carroll testified on Tuesday that Jean told her about the rape at the hands of Donald Trump right after it allegedly happened. She even went as far as to speculate that E. Jean Carroll had lost her employment because of this incident. That is you know, essentially saying it has changed her life forever, as is the case with many rape victims, and made life, quote, very, very difficult, end quote, according to this witness. She recounted a phone call between herself and E. Jean Carroll, where E. Jean was breathless and sounded in shock at what had just happened to her. She kept repeating on the phone, quote, he pulled down my tights, He pulled down my tights, end quote, as if she herself could not believe that it had happened. During the cross-examination, however, the lawyers sought to focus more on this friend's political leanings, you know, questioning her over and over again about her campaign contributions to Hillary Clinton and President Biden, as well as times that she had referred to Trump as, quote, Vladimir Putin's asset, end quote, trying to expose bias and almost alleging that she might perjure herself in order to help convict President Trump. Another witness was called by the name of Jessica Leeds, who was a stockbroker in the 1970s. And she has alleged for years and years that Donald Trump assaulted her while they were riding together on an airplane. She made separate but very similar claims to E. Jean Carroll that she was seated in a first-class seat on an airplane ride home to New York when Trump allegedly began to kiss and grope her seemingly out of the blue. Similarly to E. Jean Carroll, he allegedly attempted to put her hand, his hands up her skirt, but she got up and moved back to coach and was able to get away from him. She was called to testify to establish that, you know, Trump has a record of being a sexual predator. At least he has a lot of accusations against him. And he has an modus operandi, also known as an MO, when it comes to assaulting women. At the time of this alleged assault, he was married to Ivana Trump, and the two ran into Jessica Leeds, this witness, later on at a charity event, you know, years later, and he threw some type of sexualized slur at her in front of his wife. 
Let's not forget that this was a man who used to pride himself on judging beauty contests. He is no stranger to objectifying women and our bodies, and there are a few claims of sexual assault coming out of his time judging beauty contests as well. And that's when he infamously said that he would just, quote, grab him by the pussy, end quote, if he wanted a sexual interaction with a woman. And according to E. Jean Carroll and Jessica Leeds, that's precisely what he did. If there is one sexual assault accusation, that's one thing. Two, okay, sus. But anytime that there's more than that, it becomes harder to believe that someone could be totally innocent. And in Trump's case, there are 26 women who have accused him of sexual assault or all-out rape, including his ex-wife. These accusations tumbled out over years. They didn't just come out when he was running for president. I'll go ahead and link in our show notes the Business Insider article that details all 26 accusations against the former president. He still continues to deny all wrongdoing in all 26 incidents. Turo is the world's largest car sharing marketplace. With Turo, you can book any car you want, wherever you want it, from a community of local hosts. Browse a huge selection of vehicles for just about any occasion or budget. Book an SUV or minivan for a family road trip, a pickup truck for some errands, or even test drive an EV. Every trip is backed by liability insurance. Terms, conditions, and exclusions apply. Find your drive. Forget boring rental cars at Turo.com. Protecting the energy supplies that keep our homes warm innovating for a more sustainable and resource-efficient world, and why more women are needed for the future of engineering. I'm Fran Scott, maker and pyrotechnician, and these are just some of the things I'll be exploring that are making a world of difference in our new series of the Process Automation Podcast from ABB. Tap the button to listen and follow the Process Automation Podcast now. Okay, and for our next story today, we're discussing a Tucker Carlson text update. So I had a gut feeling that these texts would eventually surface, and at least one of them has. If you guys remember, it recently came out that really the nail in Tucker Carlson's coffin was a few text messages that surfaced right before the Dominion case went to trial, like the night before. And everyone was curious what the heck is in these text messages. I mean, Tucker Carlson has said some pretty offensive and vulgar things in the past. So what could be so bad that it would get the most popular Fox News host fired? Well, one of the texts has surfaced. And according to reports, it reads, quote, A couple of weeks ago, I was watching video of people fighting in the street in Washington. A group of Trump guys surrounded an Antifa kid and started pounding the living shit out of him. It was three against one, at least. Jumping a guy like that is dishonorable, obviously. It's not how white men fight. Yet suddenly, I found myself rooting for the mob against the man, hoping they'd hit him harder, kill him. I really wanted them to hurt the kid. 
I could taste it. Then somewhere deep in my brain, an alarm went off. This isn't good for me. I'm becoming something I don't want to be. The Antifa Antifa creep is a human being. Much as I despise what he says and does, I, much as I am sure I'd hate him personally if I knew him, I shouldn't gloat over his suffering. I should be bothered by it. I should remember that somewhere somebody probably loves this kid and would be crushed if he was killed. If I don't care about those things, if I reduce people to their politics, how am I better than he is? End quote. Woof, so much to unpack here. But Tucker Carlson is no stranger to a racist comment. He has alluded to white nationalist views in the past, but this text message just puts it in plain language. He feels that there is an inherent difference between white human beings and black ones, which is both disgusting and depressing at the same time because this is someone with a huge platform. And although it was likely due to optics, I am encouraged to know that Fox News stood on principle and fired him over at least this comment, if not others, because it's not okay in any way, shape, or form. And apparently in some of the other text messages, which have not surfaced yet, he referred to Fox News executives who were female in sexist and vulgar terms as well. Eventually, Fox knew that he was more of a liability than an asset to their news station, and thus he is now fun employed. There is no place for outright racism or sexism in the workplace. Let's hope that Tucker Carlson has learned that, but I won't be holding my breath. And last up for today, claims of an attack on the Kremlin. This story is crazy, y'all, but the Kremlin is claiming that Ukraine attempted a drone strike on Putin's residence on Tuesday night. A very bold move, y'all, and one that a lot of people probably would have been thankful for had it been successful both in Russia and Ukraine alike. No one seems to want this war other than Putin, his very inner circle, and maybe a few extremist bloggers. But for now, at least, Vladimir Putin is safe. He claims that his office, or his office claims, excuse me, that he intercepted the drone strike. Kiev claimed to be unaware of any drone strike trying to hit the Kremlin. But if this were true, it would have been an incredibly aggressive move. As we discussed earlier in the week, Ukraine has never outright claimed responsibility for violence that they have likely caused in Russia. You know, there was a train derailed that we discussed recently in Russia that was thrown off the tracks, likely by a Ukrainian bomb exploding. There was also an oligarch's daughter who was likely killed by a Ukrainian blast again in Russia. But again, it is impossible to confirm this because Ukraine always has denied any involvement in these attacks or even the knowledge about them. Anything that happens in Russia, they kind of are brick wall about it. So who knows? Maybe the Ukrainians just tried to kill Vladimir Putin on Tuesday night Maybe someone else did. Maybe the whole thing is made up. Who can say? But they'd probably be doing the Russian people a favor taking out this oppressive leader unless he is replaced by yet another 
The Russian people have never known true freedom. And my sincere hope is that they will someday. And that is the news du jour. Today, I wanted to leave you guys with the simple quote, and so it is. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you use to listen. A rate and review or shout out on social media would mean the world to us and help us be able to keep creating the news du jour. But the best way to support all of our work is to become a patron at www.patreon.com forward slash sugarfreemedia. You can also follow us on social media under sugarfreemedia.co on Instagram and just sugarfreemedia, all one word, on TikTok. We appreciate you listening and look forward to telling you about the news again next time on News Du Jour. Broadcasting from Protecting the energy supplies that keep our homes warm, innovating for a more sustainable and resource-efficient world, and why more women are needed for the future of engineering. I'm Fran Scott, maker and pyrotechnician, and these are just some of the things I'll be exploring that are making a world of difference in our new series of the Process Automation Podcast from ABB. Tap the button to listen and follow the Process Automation Podcast now.